You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Welcome back to another episode of the People's Podcast Show. Um, this is episode 45. We are very happy to be back in the studio with the friends. Here to give you another week of the shenanigans, the socials, the happy hours, the life updates. We're just happy to be back. We hope that you are happy to be receiving us on this 45th week in this 45th episode. Um, If you're new to this and not really too true to this, I am... Amber Nicole. I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. And yes, you guessed it. HJ is it's back <laughs> at it again <laughs> for another episode of the People's Podcast. What's good, y'all? Welcome back, HJ. Thank we missed you, him on you. the last episode. Very yeah, happy well. to have you back. Thank you. If I you, miss you guys. Uh, we miss you too. Um, if this is your first episode listening to the show, going to give you a little bit of a rundown on what we do. If you are on your 44th or 45th week or even your 10th week, you know how things are about to go. So the first segment of every episode is called Happy Hour. And during Happy Hour, we just sit around the table, have a sip or two or four or ten and we discuss our week we discuss any new news any you know qualms we may have had with people's any good news bad news whatever um we we have a second just to parlay um with each other and i enjoy happy hour do you guys enjoy happy yeah i really do love catching up with you guys yeah, it's actually, I think my favorite part of the show is mm-hmm. happy hour because I like how we just sit around and talk and catch up. Uncle, Uncle Rye, your mic going? Oh, uh, yes. Say hi. Hello. Hey, Uncle Rye. Uncle Rye is here. Back. I'm yes. so excited. Welcome back. To see Welcome Uncle Rye. Oh, Uncle Rye, I got something for you, too. Back. Um, But I get that to you later. Y'all be making me want to cry. Oh, just stop it. Just, yeah. It's, it's just a little souvenir. That's what I'm saying. Think about me while y'all in Aruba. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Yo, I wish I was back at Aruba as well because it's like, yo, I'm starting to peel. Oh, my face is a mess. I already My know. back of my neck is starting to peel. I'm so I afraid told to start you shaving. Was yeah, I'm. I was. I'm not burning. Well, you were sunburning. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Joe. We was in the pool. I'm like, Joe. The sun is burning you. Like, look at you. And he's just like, Well, got to get back down in the pool. But you know what it is? Red, reddish, black. Well, no, I was it was black. like black, but like burnt. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, I was well done. It, well yo, done. It, it it was. The vacation was much needed. Absolutely. Yeah. It was much needed. You know, you don't know how much rest you need until not even you forced to have rest. But when you're privileged to walk into a room and just fall asleep and wake up whatever time you want to. Mm-hmm. So I just felt good. Um, that was. Are we starting a happy hour? You, yeah. you, you might as well go <laughs> on ahead. <laughs> you did start it. You, you did start the happy hour. <laughs> Take it away, Joe. Mm. Yo, some of us watched the sunset 
and watch the sunrise. It was dope. It was Aruba is a place that I would go back to because it wasn't it was hot, but it was breezy hot. So you know how when you hot and the mosquitoes are getting you and you're like annoyed because these bumps arise. Like the only thing really bothered me was like the sand hitting us in the face. Yes, that was um, very painful at times. Oh dang. That's yeah. the only thing. It's windy like spots in Aruba. When, right. Like Aruba is windy. It's a really a desert. So, but all we had to do was like move to the other side of the pool and right. we were good. So it was like really dope. Um, a dope experience to encounter an island that everybody is happy. Literally. Like everybody gave good <laughs> hospitality on and off the resort. Word. And like one thing I kept saying was, I wish I could take all of y'all with me to New York. I mean, y'all may not be, y'all may not come back to Aruba the same, <laughs> but y'all will really bring hospitality to like a different level because you had the kids 18 and up. And I'm like, 18? Asking me about my day and all this other stuff. The 18 year olds nowadays, they all they want is money. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, the money. fact that they was sitting up there making the money and the hospitality was great because you know the drinking, the legal drinking drinking age in Aruba is 18. So a lot of people was really, they, yeah, they were really mature. Like we had a conversation with this DJ, and you would have thought that he was our age. He had like he held himself to that stature. Mm-hmm. He was only 19. Only 19. My boy Licks. Right. Mm-hmm. Yo, he was dope. Like, he, he really was very mature. But nonetheless, like, it was a very, very well, much needed trip. Um, the people that we went with was very, very great. Like, the, it was really good. It was a good turnout. Turn up. Um, now we back in America and it's cold as shit. Right. I got a whole damn cardigan on on day two of us being back. I was pissed off today. Ooh, like, I'm God pissed. damn it. I went to work yesterday with short sleeves on. Yeah. And I was, was cold disturbed. as shit. Uh-huh. I was very bothered. <laughs> I was very bothered. And then today we went up there and we bought I was getting ready to walk out I kind of I kind of forgot I thought we still on the resort first mm-hmm. drink I had in America I was like god damn it time to go we gotta go to the next venue and but yeah none- so we gotta pay the check first yeah like, agent- oh wait I forgot we wasn't <laughs> right. in the room I was ready to go like <laughs> right um, y'all but, done y'all good <laughs> right but I mean I had a great time um shout out to the Ryu Palace Yes. Yeah, the Rio resorts are beautiful. Um, that this is my third time in Aruba, but however, this is my first time staying at Aruba. I mean, at Aruba, at a Rio in Aruba. Um, really enjoyed my time there. Like the fact that we had access to both um, resorts. It was kind of like one resort, but like just two different hotels because the pools and stuff were kind of the same you know makeup but it was a it was really 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 nice really good to get away and just have some fun no care in the world i highly debated on bringing my work laptop and i'm glad that i did not um i guess i really had a time to just relax enjoy myself and have some time with my friends uh we were drunk all week from the time we awoke to the time we laid down it was just drinking drinking fun 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 and I really appreciated that I appreciated the hospitality of the people 
And just their energy, like Joe said, on and off the resort, like it is, it, Aruba is known to be one happy island. That's what it's called, one happy island. And really, everyone there is just carries such good energy. Like, if something could go wrong to make their day go wrong, they'd just be like, well, you know, that happens. It's okay, move on. Like, everybody's just nice. The energy is good. The weather is good. The food is good. Um, the drinks were good. I had a great time. Um, We had safe travels to and fro. So hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, And I think it was just a great time of fellowship with friends. Um, Great times to talk. I know when we watched the sun rise, um, like we just had some great conversations and we laughed and cried a little bit. And I always think that is good to be able to just, uh, as I shout out to Ashley, I told her, you have to be able to feel your feels. That's very important because she got emotional at one point. I'm like, girl, if you don't let that shit out, because you can't keep it in, whether it's happy or sad, you need to feel your feels and be comfortable with that. And I'm glad we were able to share that time with each other. Um, rest of my week. Well, we just got back like a couple days ago. So I was home yesterday. Um, I did not do much. I did a little. I checked my email for work because I just had to see. And it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't bad at all. Actually, two small fires, but that got put out very quickly. So that was good. It was a bunch of emails, of course, but I expected that. But nothing too breezy. Um, Took a trip to the mall. Found my dress, my gown for the gala. Uh, if you guys don't know, by the time you hear this, the gala will have already happened. And I'm sure that I will come back and tell you how much of a blast it has been. Because we got a lot in store um, for the gala this week. So I was glad to get that out the way. The rest of the week, I'm in gala mode um, as far as tomorrow and uh, all of Saturday is concerned. After that, I didn't do much. I actually went to my therapist yesterday. I haven't seen my therapist in person Yes, I went to therapy yesterday. I haven't seen my therapist in person in about two months. I know Um, that's. But I did give her a call yesterday morning, and I was like, hey, you have any availability today? It's like, yeah, everything's cool. I was like, yeah, I just want to talk, and literally that's what I did. I went, I talked with her, um, talked through some things, talked about some things, and I feel really at peace like I was at peace for a while but like you know now I it's confirmed um and I and I was happy to talk to her so shout out to her Miss Fabiola Paul love you girl um but yeah that's it now I'm here with my friends recording this dope ass podcast I'm glad to be here in the midst what's up with you am um so Ruby was dope um as eloquently said by my co-hosts um definitely much needed rest definitely just you know much needed you know step away from reality I guess um it seemed like this time was so far away when we first started planning the trip and it was Mm -hmm. like oh it's here now Mm -hmm. like oh we're actually in Aruba now and that was really exciting um Aruba actually served to be a, a few firsts for me. It was my first time out of the country. Um, I got my first tattoo there. Um, my first time riding a ATV, UTV kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really dope. Um, that was like my favorite part, actually, of the trip. Oh my and, God, I gotta send you those videos. Yeah. That was fun. 
And, um, yeah, it was a good time, man. Like, I highly recommend Aruba. It's expensive, but it's worth it, especially if you do all-inclusive. Because I can't imagine us not, like, I can't imagine us having to pay for all the food and oh, alcohol yeah. we consume. Like, that would probably be like $5,000. Yeah, like, we did a lot. So, um, <laughs> it was fun. Um, I wouldn't have wanted to go without, with any other group of friends. I will say that. I'm very happy that I went with the group of people that I went with. Um, yeah, it was definitely a transformative time for me. Um, on the comeback, I got sick on the plane. Sick as in just some stuffy nose coughing situation because it was cold as shit. Um, and I'm still dealing with the aftermath of that. Um, first day back at work today was okay. Nothing spectacular there. Um, I'm excited for tomorrow. Tomorrow um, starts, well, it started last week, but I wasn't here last week. But um, it's my first class um, for the freshman year seminar at my school. So I'm excited to meet my class and, you know, talk about time management with them tomorrow. Um, what else? I'm going to try and be a better adult and actually unpack my suitcase. Uh, you better go ahead. Maybe I'll do that oh. tonight. I don't know if that's going to happen, but we'll we'll see. Um, tomorrow, what's happening I don't know what's happening tomorrow. Tonight, I'm going to go see a few of my younger sorority sisters practice their performance for Rutgers University's Newark's Meet the Greeks. Um, Tomorrow, I don't know what I'm doing. Saturday, I'm going to a friend's birthday masquerade yacht party, which is in Philly. Well, it's Ben Franklin River or something like that in Philly. It sounds like it is. Uh, <laughs> I don't necessarily know where it where where it is, but it just sounds. She's from Delaware, so I'm guessing it's like leaving from Philly. Um, that's my Saturday plans. Oh, Saturday. I mean, this is gonna be out on whatever. But also the morning on Saturday, I'm participating in the Jersey City Meet the Greeks, and this theme. Um, this year is HBCUs. So I'm excited to, you know, give back to the community. It's actually being held at Henry Snyder High School, which is different for us because we usually have it outside. So it's going to be inside this year um, at one of the public high schools of Jersey City that's actually in the hood. So very excited to be um, showcasing our organizations and different colleges Um to you know my community and not just like downtown jersey city somewhere so that's exciting uh that's like at 11 i think and then at night time it's the party um sunday i don't plan on making plans just because it's been a very busy comeback like i took yesterday off and still was running around with my mom and then today was work tomorrow was work and then it's like boom 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 and i'm broke because i just came back from vacay so right. I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> I don't want to go nowhere. Don't call me. I don't want to do anything. Don't call me. I can't come. I don't got no money. So yeah, that's that. That was my happy hour. Um, moving right along since we don't really have that much time. Uh, the second, well, typically the second segment of the show is called Thriving While Black, but I'm not sure if we have anything today. I mean, technically. 
we always have somebody thriving while black. I'm going to say, because I didn't have anybody like official, mm-hmm. but I want to give thriving while black uh, to us. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no you, took the wor- you took the words out of my mouth. I think that we. Um, on so many different levels, uh, we're coming up on our one year anniversary. Number hey. one, um, we've recorded forty five episodes of this podcast. Well, we'll have recorded forty five episodes of this podcast. I also think that um, we owed it to ourselves to put that money together and go and take ourselves on that vacation because it was well deserved. We worked very hard, um, and I encourage other young black professionals or young black people no matter where you come sometimes I, I think to myself like you know back when I was younger traveling just wasn't a thing thing for me like my parents used to take us like down south or you know Disney or whatever like that but like did I think at my very young age I'm gonna be going to different islands and out the country so many times that I have I didn't even think about it. And now that I think to myself, I'm like, well, Asia, like, you work pretty goddamn hard. You deserve that. And I think that you guys, I know you guys feel the same. Like, no matter, it's like, when it comes to vacation, I know for myself, I vacate. Like, as soon as I get to the airport, whatever I want, whatever I want to drink, whatever I want to eat, I want to have it. Mm -hmm. If I want to take a million-dollar Uber, (laughs) if I got a million dollars to spare, I'm getting in it. Like, you know, it's good to treat yourself. Um, It ain't like I came back to a whole lot of money. I tell you that. I was just telling Amber, like, I got paid today, and half my check is gone, beloved. bills. Bills. Like, I paid that American Express card off. I was like, golly. Student loans, car insurance, all of that. But, you you know what? It did. It does. It does not take away from the experience that I had. Even though I've been to that place before, I got to experience that with different people, and that experience was everything to me. And um, I just want to give a shout out to us so that we continue to do things like this. Not maybe not always with each other, but for ourselves. Period. Yeah. Make sure that you you know treat yourself well because as as much as we come into the studio every week, this is still a job we have to do. We can't. It's no days off for this, right? Like not, not unless you go into Aruba or some shit. But we gotta show up and we gotta do this every time. And so this is that was a, our treat to ourselves for being dedicated, not with just this podcast, but with life. Sometimes you want to give up and say, fuck all this shit. But every day we power through that shit. So cheers to us for Thriving Wild Black. Treat yourself sometimes. You know, some people, someone told me that, you know, despite all the bills that we have, we should treat ourselves at least with, to one good thing in mm-hmm. every paycheck. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be something extravagant, such Mm-mm. as like a big gift. It could be something like... A cannoli. Oh, right. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Cannolis is too sugary for me. Yeah. But um yeah, something as little as that. Something that makes you happy because mm-hmm. it's like those bills will get you. And they gonna be there when you dead they, anyway. Thank you. And they make they may even go away they when you go away when right. you dead. So why don't they go away now? <laughs> so I could go on vacations like fuck mm. I know, it's terrible. Damn, Sally. Right. But Shit. but yo, I, I, I do um I do agree with you. Uh, We are thriving because, you know, no matter how many people say they want to go on vacation, when it's time to put up that money, when it's time to book that flight, the numbers start to fall. It starts to dwindle. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But you know what? You God, can't let that discourage you, though. Right. Because even though the numbers start to fall, beloved, you want to go on vacation, take your ass on vacation. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, then, uh, like, different from you, I used to be, I was out the country at mm-hmm. the age of six months. Because mm. n- number one, I'm, like we already know, my mother's from the island. Yeah. And my father, he used to work for the airlines. Mm-hmm. So y'all so, was taking so trips. So it was just like him, ta- us taking trips was mm-hmm. like normal, like to different countries and diff- different stuff like that. So it was like, okay. But it's a new experience as mm-hmm. an adult. Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing to have your family and friends around, well, your family around when you're going on trips and you have to go to sleep early mm-hmm. or you got to stay in a kid's place. Mm-hmm. But, like, as an adult, you get to explore it in a different light. Absolutely. So, like, it's very, very dope, and I really do. I wouldn't even trade it for the world. Yeah. So, I do concur. Okay, so next, our next segment of the show um, and I'm sorry, I didn't explain for the new new listeners, pardon me, what Thriving While Black is. Thriving While Black is our play on Driving While Black, which uh, is typically a negative connotation uh, to us, right? And we decided to flip that into Thriving While Black and celebrate and acknowledge um, and embellish on and love on um, African-American people or black people or minorities, whoever it may be, um, in the community, in our communities, uh, whether it be celebrities, whether it be hometown people, you know, small town people, and just acknowledge the goodness that they are doing. Um, because typically no one else does. So that's what that's about. Uh, next, we typically get into what we like to call the socials, um, which is very simply explained is just, you know, hot topics, trending topics, the things that are swirling around the internets at this particular time. And I must say it is a busy news day. Mm -hmm. We have Mm -hmm. a lot of things that we could actually talk about. Um, I think I want to save this for last Mm -hmm. just because it's a lot going on. Um, anybody want to take their take on any of those right now well i i have one mm-hmm. but um did you see miss tamar braxton yes, I on did. the on the dang yes. on yes, news <laughs> when she was on <laughs> wendy she was on wendy with and, and with <laughs> so what do we think with, with her cut like mine mm-hmm. and i need a haircut <laughs> <laughs> I think that Wendy and her were both being messy. Towards who? I mean, towards the feel. Like, I mean, what what is it called? The real? The real. Oh, towards the real. See, I didn't see the backlash. So I watched that yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that there was backlash that came out from that conversation. Um, Because right after. What Wendy asked her? Like. Or would you ever go back? That's what she said. Basically. But. People don't realize it's nothing wrong with being after somebody. Mm-hmm. Because after Wendy went off, mm-hmm. the real came back on. Oh. And they 
They said something about it? They addressed oh, it. Oh, I didn't even see. See, I didn't see it. Let me see. I have found that. They addressed it. I didn't it. know, so I, I didn't want. Okay, they, fill they, me in. Look, they, I'm ready for this. <laughs> 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 because they addressed it on how many times they Did, did Lonnie say something? Lonnie and Tamara. Oh, okay. Oh, I only heard Lonnie. They uh, spoke okay, about so how, how, how often that um they've have asked um tamar to come back on the show not okay. as like a co-host yeah but more so as a guest okay. to say her piece yeah and like how many times she declined oh. and tamar responded to that right and in she tweets, sa- right and in tweets saying okay. how lonnie's the person that got her fired right um. okay so it's just like well we didn't even hear what's coming back after that but it's just like yo I feel like Tamar's been messy for years. For years. And I mean, like, she's a, she reminds me so much of a child because it's like, she, as everyone knows, she's the youngest child. As everyone knows that people compare her to Tony and she's trying to be like, trying to step herself up one or two. I just say stay in your place, sis. To Tamar. To Tamar. Stay in your place being as though like, yo, I think I like I like some of her songs. I can't say I like all of them. I like some of her songs and I think she can sing. I would more so rather her in a group with the Braxtons. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, yo, like stay in your lane, friend. Okay. So here, I'm going to play what was said on Wendy and then what I saw, what Lonnie said on the episode of The Real mm-hmm. afterwards. Here we go. All right, so maybe my phone is not loud enough. Sorry. I'm sorry for the commentary on the back. No, you know, we talk about this behind the scenes, but this is an in front of the scenes thing that I would like people to, if you care to expound on it. Well, here's the thing, you know. Talk about it, sis. No shade, but. And I. All right. And I just feel like sometimes God has to move you. Talk about it. Before you become more toxic to yourself. Tabernacle. Is I don't know, but this was on a shave room. I'm doing this other show where people are cat being catty behind my back. Like, what kind of person would I be right now, sitting on this couch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's her testimony on it. So Lonnie uh, responds. I, yeah, that was shady. I guess uh, Wendy asked Tamar would she ever return back to 
the real and i guess basically she said that she would not like she had to be taken out of that space and she's being elevated and that you know uh, i guess people were being catty behind her back um things like that so she's been taken out of that space so that she can elevate and transform and not have to be in those certain situations mm-hmm. i for elevate one, and transform into what um but maybe she feel like she's going to her next level i don't see anything wrong with what tamar said me personally um so i I'm, thought it was very big of her to do that yeah. honestly i didn't see so i saw the shade of cute show yeah that was shady from wendy from wendy not mm-hmm. even from tamar um i didn't and again i'm watching this yesterday mm-hmm. in the afternoon Mm-hmm. So I saw, you know, how Tamar, she wasn't the typical, you know, Tamar to me. To mm-hmm. me, she's different than mm-hmm. what she's like or, or how she has portrayed herself in the past um, or whatever. I think the fact that we don't really know the exact reason she right. was removed from the show mm-hmm. makes everything muddy. Right. And, um the fact that we do see how she is on Braxton Family Values, right? And we do see, like, all these other dramatic kind of things that she does, right? Walking out in Spanx, mm-hmm. shaving her head bald. And, of course, she has her reasons. She came on there and tried to plug some shit if Wendy wasn't having it. And it's <laughs> like, I get you, sis. You know, you making waves. And I get, you know, remain relevant. I get it. But you can't, on one hand, be... Oh, God had to remove me mm-hmm. from that space mm-hmm. for me to elevate and, mm-hmm. and, and, and move on and do mm-hmm. these other things. But then it's like, okay, where's the result? But then you go on social media and you... S- and then went off. And then go sure. off. like She did go like, off. Like, you can't really... Did God do it or did somebody get you fired? Like. Yeah. Like, tell me the truth. Yeah. Like, were you trying to do it for the gram, do it for the cameras, or did you really get fired? Was you that, like, was you like, what's his name? Um, that on Friday that got fired on his ooh, day no, off. No, not Craig. Craig, <laughs> <laughs> not fired on your day off, child. I mean, we don't even know what because it seems like both sides have different stories. Yeah. Right. So, like, the truth we don't know. But from her blanket statement of what she said, I didn't see. I didn't see the shade in it. I just saw like, well, that's how she feel about her situation. Yeah, she's entitled to feel that way. But you know, um, her, I think her fans started. Yeah, going people. In and, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the outside starts to hone in on p- and pick apart what it is, yeah. and then you know it gets misconstrued. But me, me just looking on the outside and blanket statement of what she said, I'm like, okay, what's wrong with that? Yeah. But however, I can understand how the Q show comment was shade, and I think Lonnie. Um, addressed it appropriately um but outside of that i feel like just looking at the energy on the table as they were talking about it i'm like oh y'all mad y'all all all mad about something yeah i see y'all energy and so something happened that we don't quite really know right but they all know and everybody you know got they tiffs or whatever with whatever happened um, I didn't see what was going on on the Twitters now. Yeah, I have that right here. So basically, um, there was a fan who was writing to Tamar, and she basically said, "I love you, Tamar, but the, the way to think, 
But my thing is, why not just go on the show, meaning the Wendy show, or maybe even meaning the real? Why don't you just go on the show and clear things up? Um, I get the messed up things that they did to you, but why not just go on there and clear the air um, now? Uh, what I don't get is why three years later you get in a public interview, you're giving a public interview to Wendy. Um I'm sorry, you're getting a public invite from them when they knew what you was going through all this time. So I guess the invite was private for the past three years. Mm. And now they saying, well, you know, now you want to give now they giving a public interview because of what Wendy Williams said. And she responded, um, well, because it's lies. Nene and Wendy cleared the air in private mm. and then they came on her show and everything was positive. They don't want that. They want more drama and he, they meaning the real. Mm. And here I am today mad and depressed because I allowed myself to engage with them on negativity when I've been when all I've been working on um, was out. What I, I don't know what she's saying, but basically all I've been working on was positivity and love. So she goes on to say how they're lying and how Lonnie is the main one. Um, remember when she went on a breakfast club and brought my sister to Wanda on and she lied on her and made up a whole story. All this stuff. So see, that's a, a whole bunch. bunch of, of, yeah, it's a whole it's bunch, a bunch of whole bunch of stuff going on so, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So it's some uh, like like you said, Asia. There's a lot of underlining stuff that mm-hmm. we may not even know. Mm-hmm. We may never know. Mm-hmm. And that I shit think, gonna come out on a Lifetime movie in 15 years, right? <laughs> and take my real story, <laughs> right? Sleeping with probably sleeping with Vince or some <laughs> shit, <laughs> right? Yeah, but uh, speaking about TV, television shows, um, for all that watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, I don't know if you guys remember, but Kenya Moore was barely on last season, but she was married and pregnant and, you know, getting her life. But sad to say, her and her husband, Mark Daly, are going to be splitting, getting a divorce after two Damn. years of marriage. Now, now. I want to see how y'all felt about. It. I mean, I can tell you something. All right, all right. So here's my here's my piece on that. Right. He had it coming. You ever saw that uh, movie <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> Chicago. All right. I thought I saw this coming. Um, in the very beginning of their relationship on Real Housewives, I remember is that he was always. In New York, because he owns um, Soko, I think. In Brooklyn, Soko is the name of a Caribbean restaurant in Brooklyn, which I have been to plenty of times. That is a restaurant where I actually saw who is. Um, what you just do? Uh, <laughs> is her name start with a C? No, she's the model on there, Cynthia Bailey. Cynthia Bailey's ex-husband, Uncle Ben. Mm. I call him in Soko. The rice? Not Uncle Ben. <laughs> well, you know his name, Peter. Peter. <laughs> I saw him in Soko. It's so funny because it all came full circle. I saw him in Soko uh, like two summers ago with another, uh, not two summers ago. These are, these were, this was actually years ago when him and Cynthia were still together. But I think it was some stuff going on there afterward. It was found out that he had this other lady he was talking to. Ooh. I saw him in Soko in Brooklyn with this lady at the bar. And. He was all like touchy, feely, and da-da. I said, "Oh, my cousin!" I was with my cousin and my cousin girlfriend. I'm like, "Ain't that Peter?" Mm-hmm. Ain't that Peter? And he he was just waving and saying what's up and taking pictures, and the lady with was everybody? there. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, I say that to say, being that um, I used to see that this man was always separate from her. He was never really there. And I guess some people might not want to be on camera, but a lot of these people were, like, speculating. Even some of the ladies on the show that she was paying somebody to be her man or she was paying him to say he was her man or whatever, whatever. So it all just seemed a little fabricated to me. And then it was just like, granted, I, I could see Kenya and... I, I don't really think... I think she wanted to be a mom more than she wanted to be a wife. Mm. So... She just needed the sperm. Yeah, but she thought, you know, to make it look pretty, let me marry the man of my dreams or whatever. Who's to say what really happened between them? But she had put out a quote out there. She was very, very vague about the reason why that she was not... Um, she was no longer going to be dealing with him. And... She says, and I quote, this is Kenya Moore, it is with profound sadness, she says, that mm. I regret to inform my fans. Oh, this is like she a... She didn't uh, write this. Like getting a, fired. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like, it's oh, I'm like, sorry, you ain't get the job. We regret to inform <laughs> you. <laughs> she this is her iOS press release. <laughs> right. It is with profound sadness Ooh. that I regret to inform my fans that I am divorcing my husband, Mark Ooh. Daly. Um, she said this to People Magazine. Due to recent and ongoing circumstances, I can no longer continue in the marriage. Oh. My sole concern... Due to what kind of circumstances? Recent and ongoing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my sole concern and focus is and will always be my daughter, Brooklyn, my miracle baby. She was oh. made in love and true commitment. I ask for our privacy to be respected moving forward. Oh. So either he was cheating on her or something like that. Right, that's what it sounds like. That yeah. ongoing. On, recent and, and ongoing. And ongoing. So they so still married and still was, happening. Yeah, he was... Messing around before, and she found that out, and it was supposed to stop. But now it happened again, and she was like, "I am done." And it's still happening right now while yeah. she's writing this damn letter. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, Kenya girl. Although I feel like you are the shade queen, and sometimes certain people get what they got coming because of how they treat other people. <laughs> but I uh, wish nothing but the best for her. Great, but yo, also talking about cheating. I mean, I hope y'all watched it. I know y'all did. But <laughs> <laughs> two shows. Here go the theme song. Ooh. They say this is a big, big rich time. <laughs> <laughs> I just come from the Polish part. No. Bright light, city, city life. I, I gotta, gotta make, make it. it. This is where it goes down. Did you see Boy, Tasha? <laughs> Did you see Tasha on last week's episode Ooh. of the P? Oh, the people's not the people's podcast. <laughs> she was on last week's ah, episode of Power. Tasha on the show. <laughs> 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 a power. Yeah. Ooh. He was with the boy with the baby shower shirt on. He with sure the... did have that baby shower shirt. <laughs> he sure, she surely did have it on. That meme said, Quentin. Tasha dumb. He clearly just came from his baby shower. She out here pouring wine for the boy. Out of her desk. Out of her Scared. desk. In the uh, motherfucking daycare. Right. So she, so she got a Fisher Price version of. Ooh, not the Fisher Price. Um, what's, what's his um club call? Truth. Truth. <laughs> Because she was sitting at that desk like she was ghost. 
Yes. And she said, I may, you know how he be drinking his cognac <laughs> at the desk? And when he get pissed, he throw that shit back. He be throw that shit back. <laughs> I was like, damn, what you drinking? Not what you drinking. <laughs> she sit to us, did, and said, I don't do clubs, I don't do bars. Mm-mm. But I keep a little wine not in the, the shit. Desk. I mean, not the wine in the desk. At and the daycare. Mm-hmm. And, but wait. Why Why do you got it in the desk? <laughs> at the daycare. At the daycare. The kids be pissing you off. You just ass. opened. You ain't even you got. You ain't even opened yet. Ain't even no kids in there. Ain't no kids in there. <laughs> Yo, you need to follow the directions of your mama. <laughs> and the beloved Ooh. Janet Jackson. Not Janet. Oh, not Janet. You need to wait to your prenup. Oh, okay. Has expired, baby. <laughs> Cause baby, baby, you ain't get. Didn't you just see that he took the money out the the baby? Out the girl Ooh, trust. He sure did take that money. Took that money out through. and paid that man for them drugs. Right, and I don't understand how the frick he was shooting that Tommy in that damn ambulance, and he didn't hit him not one That's time. That's what I'm saying. Right. What was that about? <laughs> God, I was like, wait, what kind of bullets was that? Right, and he was ducking. Yes, Tommy ain't go nowhere. Terrible. Yes, he was. Terrible, terrible. Oh, my gosh. Cheating. What's the other cheating you said? Two shows you said. Oh, Love at First Sight. Oh, I know. Married at First Sight. That was my show. And then the man got on there and talked about how he didn't really love her. He knew that she wasn't the one from the time that. Mm. Oh, um. The the man Kelly or something like, or something I know what you're talking about and they was blacking out on him huh blacking they was out. like why would you do this to her one thing I did appreciate was I gave it a round of applause and I stood up for a standing ovation mm. that I'm happy that it wasn't a brother and a sister mm. absolutely it was everybody that on, girl was hurt she was she hurt she was still hurt she was like that hurts me that man was like oh she said that yeah and that man was like well i uh what he said i ain't think he said i thought it wasn't serious mm -hmm. he was going to see he 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 was was in north carolina he was talking to the girl the the best friend the cousin the co-host everybody's seen them (laughs) seen them oh yeah seen them yeah dating like i mean yeah that was sad i felt it was so i you know you really you really would hope going on a show like married at first sight you would hope to meet your soulmate and nothing really would happen but this i knew it was all downhill when he said he was a basketball player and they was sorry yeah um she he was he asked her like yo if i go out of town if i go out out of the country would you be going with me and she said no but yeah, I mean, he he, was a, she, that was just bad it, it was, was bad like, all around it was very bad all around and like i mean i'm so happy that um at least my brothers and sisters met but they, uh, did they make it? One of them, yes, they made oh, it. Oh, they did make they it. They made okay. it. I'm so happy that they did. Like because you know, I love to see that black love, and they was like you really don't see chocolate, mm-hmm. that mocha, mm. that milk chocolate, oh, that chocolate that melt in your mouth and not in your hand. That's Hallelujah. Ooh, that's in that <laughs> that. <laughs> that captures your soul and gets <laughs> to your bloodstream. <laughs> Whoa, not your bloodstream. <laughs> but yo, I love the fact that I did see some 
love ethnic love because you really don't see that a lot on television <coughs> and so i'm just happy for them i wish them all the best and i hope they wasn't doing it for the gram or doing it for a lifetime they I'm, i hope they was doing it for a life a lifetime not for lifetime the network i thought mm. i was like don't come on lifetime yeah it does uh, come on lifetime that's mm-hmm. interesting okay so. Tell you that's my well, speaking spell. of love. Ooh. Your girl Fantasia went mm. on the Breakfast Club, Ooh. made a few Easy. statements about. Did she read them? Um, I actually read them. didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good joke. <laughs> oh, I just go. Baby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are terrible. Baby, welcome to the party. Did she the read them? Not did she read. I'm sorry, I put that real far away, huh? It's okay. Oh my Ooh. god, that is terrible. Oh my god. All right, so let baby. me go ahead. Baby, baby don't trip. And play. Baby don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all stupid. I'm gonna go ahead and play Fantasia's thoughts right. on. Um, submission in a relationship. Okay, so let me go ahead and do this. Here we go. There's a lot of women looking like, like, no, you know, I could lead in my household, I could do this in my household. What does that mean? That's not how it's supposed to be, and that's why we bump heads. And I feel like it's a generational thing. And we could talk, we can go real deep on that. And I might need, I don't need to start that, but it's a generational curse. Mm -hmm. And how society have placed our men and women have to, to to stand up and be the mother and the father and the provider and so then now you are so bad you so you can't be told nothing that when the right man come you lose him because you're trying to be the, the man i was gonna say right man can we be equal oh of course because mm-hmm. at the end of the day i'm the neck my man's the head so he can't make any moves without his wife you know what i mean it mm-hmm. all works together but you can't be the head of the house you got to let the man be the head of the house but it's a generational thing, and it's what we've been taught. Stand up, be strong, be the, you know what I mean? And a, a dude come, and you, everything about you is like a man. What does that mean? You, you can't be a leader, because a lot of women look at like, like no. You know, I, so, all right. Uh, what does that mean? Well, <clears throat> would y'all like to comment? So, here's my thoughts. And my thoughts are actually very, very simple. I agree with 80% of what that woman said. Um, I understand where she's coming from with the other 20%. Um, however, 100% of me, and I can't say disagrees, it's just that I wish that she, I wish that she put it in more of like a realistic, um, that was my thing. I, what's the word? Point of view, mm-hmm. right? I get you. And I 100% commend her for mm-hmm. that notion of like, because I never thought about it like that. That whole, well, it's a generational curse or a systemic curse that because our society has placed these systemic uh, obstacles against black men in particular, then the black women in the household have to take on mm-hmm. the male's quote unquote uh, position or or gender role, right? But to even sub, to even what's the word? What's the word? I'm sorry, I'm not at these. What do you, when you subscribe mm-hmm. to even subscribe to that notion? I, got that. <laughs> I was like, good thing she got it because I would not have known. She says, I hate these. <laughs> I, 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 I looked at it. I looked at it. <laughs> 
I do not know. I mean, keep quiet. I, 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 I do not But you I'm go so ahead subscribed. and figure that one right on out. Yeah, I was looking for it. so much. But to even <laughs> to subscribe to that notion, right, that a woman is forced to take a man's role means that you believe that there is a such thing as a woman in a man's role. That's what I'm getting at. And that's the part where I'm like, I get it. You know, traditional gender roles. The man is the head of the household. I I like how she said, "I'm the neck, he's the head." Mm-hmm. You can't do nothing without me. That's biblical. Right? I get those things, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you know. Then when I think about it, in my in from my point of view, I'm just like, well, when you say you gotta let a man lead, mm, I got a little bit of a problem with that because. Mm-hmm. What is what um what grants a man to lead the household? What well, gives him the permission to correct that a woman wouldn't well, able be able to do? I mean, you it, or that we both wouldn't be able to do it. I get it. it. I get it. It's more so like if he was doing something negative, why would I want to still follow him? Sure. Um, and he has to earn that right. That's just like a father being a father uh, being named a father than a daddy. Like he you have to earn that role of that prestigious position in that household. Um, So I get it. So just like you said, Amber, um, I do agree with you in the sense of. um, What Fantasia said about the whole being the head of the household and 50 50. I, I, and a woman being the neck and a man being the head, I do agree with that. But I guess I agree with it to a certain extent because mm-hmm. now, if you want to bring it, that's traditional. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess she has that traditional notion because she was, I don't, was she raised in a traditional household? She sounds no. like she was either raised from, it was her mother was a single mother. I think so, yeah. Something and so like, was she. Believe, yeah, she right? was right. she was she single was. mother, and then she dated somebody that was working at T-Mobile oh, that had a, <laughs> that a whole had a, a whole wife or something, and some something I don't know, but whatever. Nonetheless, um, I do feel that a woman um, should give that man that perm- she shouldn't have to follow him based off of him being a man. She shouldn't. Is have it more to. like I got like I'm gonna let you rock on this one? Isn't it more that than oh I'm the woman I got you know what I'm mean? no, you know right. trying to say it, because like oh you want to order for the table let me let him order that, that's, like, the evolu- that kind of that's the evolution that's the evolution of a woman uh, the evolution of a woman it's no longer I don't I I can't say how the women was in the 50s 60s 70s. Even in the 80s, maybe not, maybe somewhat of the 90s, um, but I can only speak what a woman is in the 2000s. And what I've heard is more so they were more so. How can I help you, please? In the past, and it's more so I see the women now of like okay, or what I think a woman can <laughs> can be. It's more so like you said. I'm gonna let you rock. But I got it too. So if you won't, so if the bill comes and we drinking and we having fun, and the bill is like over two hundred dollars, let's just say, I mean, a bill is minimal. But I'm just saying, like, and you don't got it, 
don't feel bad that sh you don't got it because maybe she got it in her account and then she's gonna say next time I, I i look at it at that but if the woman pays i would say don't think that he doesn't have you in the long run either right so <clears throat> so that's basically my mindset on how what she's saying yeah um With like both of you guys, I agree with what you guys are saying. I think my initial, I at first, I'm gonna be honest, just because of <laughs> seeing like the 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 captions and the things on social media is like, oh, Fantasia talks on women's submission. Right. I was like, <clears throat> I'm not watching this bullshit because I was uninterested in what she was going to say. But I said, Asia, that's not fair. Take the before you judge her. Like watch it So I watched it And I was cringing For a little bit Because But then I understood Where she was coming from Because I like the fact that Angela asked Well can't we be equal And she was like Oh yeah So because at first I was like So are you saying like Women are not equal to men Because Because I I disagree I disagree I disagree 125 million percent Like So that was my thing But I was glad that That kind of turned around And then I understood her whole idea of the whole systematically placed <coughs> and um you know just allowing men to take the lead in the household especially if they are present um and if they are i guess i would say they is because it's one thing to be a man in a household to be present and be a terrible husband terrible father mm -hmm. uh, you still that still leaves a woman as the head of the household because there's nobody there keeping shit healthy or trying to keep it as healthy as possible if that person is to if that man is toxic. However, I get if it is a, this is a good man who's doing the right thing. You you know it'll be good for you to allow him to lead in that aspect. I guess I get I get it. I get it. I get how some people want that and they think that you know they feel that way. My my whole issue with the whole this thing was um, people take this on social media and this is why I have to detach myself from social media sometimes because people will take this on social media and run with it and then create their own narrative about it and like, and I saw it and then like some some of my friends like insta stories and stuff like that like any and I heard somebody that was like anybody that disagree with Fantasia y'all just stupid and I was just like well first of all I feel like the only thing you guys are hearing is that her whole point is like you know some women don't have like they can't have a man or can't keep a man because they won't allow and i and some they were agreeing with that like and these are people who might be engaged or yeah. whatever and i'm just like so you think you you got this man because you were submissive right. like mm -hmm. All right, like, well, if that's what I gotta do, I gotta submit in order to have a man. Then I guess I don't want. And one. I hate that that's equate. Like, I hate that submission is equ equated, mm -hmm. equated to getting a man. Being right. Like, it's so many other fucking things, things that niggas. Right. What about finding somebody that like you? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? You, yo, you motherfuckers oh, submitting to the wrong niggas. Hello, submitting to the wrong niggas, being wives mm -hmm. to the wrong niggas, right. being being wives as girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Um, 
to the wrong niggas, right? Like, we, we talking about submission. That's something that is, like, like, submission is, like, the icing on the cake. Like, right. I found my guy who loves the shit out of me, and he treats me right. You damn right I'm going I'm to, quote-unquote, submit to him. Because I feel protected, or I feel secure yeah. about him, so I'm going to allow him yeah. to protect me. Yeah, come on now. You got to find somebody that, that make you want to do that right. shit. If but, you with a nigga that don't make you want to do it, then that ain't it. Right. But that's a key that... Anybody, man, woman, exactly. Because submission is not just earned. Exactly, mm-hmm. and it's not just man to woman. Right. It's sometimes woman. Uh, woman. Wom- I'm sorry. It's not just woman to man. It's man to woman too. It and it could be man to man or or woman to man because gender roles are gender roles. Right. Right. Like it is what it is. Like whatever that position i guess i'll say in a relationship is it is what it is yeah like no matter what there's gonna be someone i don't don't care if it's like two feminine women who are together or two uh masculine women or who are together or two very effeminate men who are together or two very masculine men who are together even in those situations there is a more dominant and a more submissive Mm -hmm. period point blank it just is the the fucking way it is. Right. And, and again, obviously more, especially in men, men and women, right? So no matter who you are with, there's going to have to be time. Like you can't be dun, 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 all the time. You can't be right all the time. Right. But, that, but the key that opens that door is something called trust. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, you don't expect for someone to get through that door unless they trust you. And then you wonder when, whether you man, woman, uh, man to man, woman to woman, however you want to call it. Yeah. You wonder why the door gets slammed in your face <clears throat> and the bolts get changed when you do something that's dishonest. Hmm. Because those those are the things that like I opened up to you to welcome you into the my realm. Yeah. And once you get into my realm, you do something <clears throat> dishonest and then you ex- expect for me not to change the lock. Right. So, I do believe <clears throat> like yeah. If you don't agree to a ter- to a certain extent, then you need to listen to it again and come to a different perspective because like I do agree. We've been saying it for a while that there has been some some generational curses cast upon our generation. Sure. But one thing that we keep saying on this podcast is you have to be strong and you have to be able to break those curses free because those those curses were kept were were were, were put upon us to keep the keep us in bondage. <laughs> But we have to be able to break every chain, break every Ooh, chain, break every train, Ooh. chain. Be- okay. Over and over like a song. <laughs> right. You got <laughs> to be able to do those things. Why? Because you're going to be kept into bound bondage. Ooh. And, and you got to be able to think outside the box because that thing that we call social media nowadays Mm -hmm. is what can keep us in bondage as well because now you sitting up here and you read the caption of fantasia is is being 
uh, it hurt it being something against being submissive. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now because you didn't listen, listen to it. Now you're going to walk around, be ignorant and tell the next person. I heard Fantasia yeah, yeah, was yeah, on yeah, a breakfast, yeah. breakfast club. She was being submissive, but your dumb ass didn't really listen to right. it and formed your own opinion. Right. This is why some of our generational our people in this generation they are so easily persuaded because they don't want to read and they know most they're not inclined to coming up with their own perspective of life so that's what i got i think that deserves a couple things yeah um go ahead no, I, I was just going to say um, that I just hate the way people take things and run with it on oh, social yeah, media absolutely. and create their own narratives and then have people thinking that this is the way to be. And yeah. like, like I said, these are people who are like engaged or engaged to be married. And I'm just like, shut up. Right. Like, just- and here's the thing. Newsflash. Most of them motherfuckers getting cheated on too. Okay. <laughs> or doing the cheating. So there's that on that. Mm. Um. We're going to move right along because we got a little bit of time left. And this mm-hmm. last story actually might take up some time. And I want to use know. this segue because I just got a text message from a friend of mine. Mm. And he texts me. He says, um, hey, have you heard the news? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, what news? I said, what news? He goes, that rapper Takashi 69 oh, said you yes. was a blood today in court. <laughs> I'm like, not me, nigga. He ain't got me. So speaking of bondage and being locked up and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go on to our buddy Daniel Hernandez. <laughs> Danny, Danny, Danny boy. Wow. Danny boy got a Next fucking case. lot going on. Okay, he's talking a lot. He talk. He's talk. He's, he's a fucking singing. canary. He's not a rapper no singing. more. He's a singer. Ooh. Singing in the rain. Twilly. Okay. Yeah, that is him right now. That is fucking him. I don't even know where tweet, we snart. Tweet, where we snart. Where we start. Tweet tweet. Um. Well, as you. Mayor, you you know this man been locked up, um, pending this court date, which was to, I think for the past three days he's been yeah, this is day um, three. yes on the stand testifying basically against his team, um, who against humanity. kidnapped him, um, and basically he realized I this this is not me telling like the whole truth because who knows what the truth is, but this is just the gist of the case, mm-hmm. um. He is testifying against the people who kidnapped him, um, who happen to be members, or some of them happen to be members or affiliated with um, a certain blood gang section or chapter. I don't know how they do it over here. <laughs> no, <laughs> not a chapter. We do chapters, the, the but we ain't no gang. <laughs> we ain't no gang, so I don't know necessarily what they do. The girl done opened up um, the chapter. So it's like a, a certain whatever sect. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Um, sect, not sex. Um and and in that he has been mentioning basically everyone. Damn. Um today the latest people who he uh has mentioned were diplomats own <laughs> diplomats uh Jim Jones, Jimmy Boy, and also uh, the BX on Cardiff, Cardiff of the B. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, come, to, come into the stage. Hello, um, the man who is prosecuting him asked him a question. I don't know what here it is. The man said, "Question." To Daniel. Daniel is 6'9". Mm-hmm. 
Who is Jim Jones? <laughs> Six Nine said, he's a retired rapper. First, <laughs> let's talk about the shade. A and he's a retired rapper. And Jim Jones just came out with a project yes. maybe a month ago. Yes. Let's just throw that out there. <laughs> He wasn't. He didn't see the the the, the brighter day to know that. Um. The next question is: Is he a member of Nine Trey? And Nine Trey is that chapter of the Bloods. The chapter. Um. And Mr. Ha- Daniel Hernandez said yes. Um, <laughs> is <he>? so, <laughs> The man is doing anything he needs to do to not get that forty-seven yes. uh, year sentence. Um, another one of the transcripts says, question, this is the the prosecutor guy, uh, Mr. Hernandez, um, have you been sentenced yet? Mr. Hernandez says, no. What is the maximum you face? Daniel says, life. What is your understanding of a 5K letter? And he needs this 5K letter to get time served so he mm-hmm. can get out basically in like January. Mm-hmm. I, it has the good and the ugly. I'm sorry. It has the good, bad, and the ugly about me. The judge gets it and can go under the mandatory minimum, like time served. So, like, this man knows what he has to do mm-hmm. to get up out them chains. <laughs> um, to break them chains, like Tamla Man said. Right. What yeah. I will say Touch is, up. with all the shit that this oh, man is admitting to... um. I can say I don't ever want to go to jail because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're doing all this to get out, like literally the cardinal January. sin of gang life, street life, Ten. rap life. Once he get out, son, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna he gonna be Danielle mm-hmm. fucking Maria fucking Ed, Estuardes. Like <laughs> he's not gonna be Daniel Hernandez no more. Like it's no way. It's yeah. no way. Yeah. I no never want to go to jail. Mm-mm. I never, ever, ever want to go to jail. And I'm going to just say it right here. I have never mm-hmm. and will never be affiliated with the Nine Trey <laughs> chapter <laughs> of the, the Bloods gang. <laughs> ever said the chapter. Never will. <laughs> just yeah, throwing that was, shit out there. What was crazy to me is I've watched like so many of the interviews and I know that they heavily referenced his interview with Angie Martinez. Oh, they sure did. And he just admitted that he lied. Yeah, like, so did you lie about jumping out the car? Yes, I yes, lied. I what? Uh, He's like, yeah, I lied about that. How much? He said I lost a million dollars in jewelry. That shit was three hundred sixty thousand. Like, and he was like, yeah, and I lied about dropping out the car. I'm like, bro, like you just out here lying, lying. clout chasing. Let this be a message to all the young people. That but, uh, clout shit, that clout chasing, chasing shit. It ain't worth it, man. Nah, and y'all not. not built for it. Hello, he's clearly not built for this shit. <laughs> he did not. Now my thing, there's you got this, the whole tips out there that's like, oh, he's the feds. You know, he was a plan. This was a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, from the beginning because they just released a video from the the truck. Yeah. That kidnapped him. I watched that. And then people, when you know, people are in the comments like, well, I want to know who recorded this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, first of all, it's like. A New York taxi. They have cameras, cameras in that shit. Now, was it smart of them niggas to use that kind of car to go take this nigga? No, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. But I mean, the evidence is there. 
Um, it's so much more to this story. Like, it's so many loops. It's so many rabbit holes you can go down on Twitter or Instagram. Like, everything is basically being live tweeted, like, right now. Um, I found it really crazy that he he decided to mention, you know, Cardi and Jim Jones. Because now it's just like... What the hell they got to do with anything? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, out of everybody in the world. So now you help. And you see they ain't say a word. Right. Cardi ain't say a fucking word. Word Mm-mm. that only could mean one thing that she probably is. She calling them niggas to get that nigga, <laughs> like, well, it's time for him to go. Because, like, if the feds are asking him questions about them, like, right, how hot are then, you making it for niggas? Right, then that means the feds have a probable cause to question about Jim Jones or to want to know. Well, there about was Cardi a uh, phone conversation, conversation yeah. that was brought to the courtroom of Jim Jones basically saying like he's he called Takashi um shorty mm-hmm. and he's basically saying he ain't a gang member no more. He never was a gang member. I never was a gang member. Um niggas got to violate shorty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a little um, incriminating. Who was he talking to? And he just got off. I mean, he just had a case that he had to do with. So it's just like now you they get like that phone call and then that testimony in court gives the feds everything they need that if they want to go back on Jim about something, they have enough. Takashi end up dead. Dear God. I don't think he going to make it. I'm sorry. Like, we're going to see... No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to wish no death on nobody. I'm not going to predict anybody's wish death. But me. this man, you know, Lord, this is this no is really more. scary. This is really fucking scary. But I mean, listen. See? I pray for the young man. And I hope that his family is safe, most of all. His oh, daughter, Lord. his mother, his daughter's mother, like... You know, this has to be like I don't under, I don't know if he truly understands. Like, oh, he understand now. He got well, you. yeah, because like now, like everything is on the line. Look at the danger that you would put your family in. Like, because right. if these people wanted to retaliate on you and they couldn't not get to you, they're, they're gonna, gonna to go your to your family and the people closer to you, and that's so dangerous. We like, watch Power. You see how Dre got his daughter taken away from him to, mm. to ride out on Ghost. <laughs> Listen. <clears throat> You gotta be careful. Listen, I'm sorry, but this is just pissed on the shade room like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. It's very funny because it relates to episode one mm. of the People's Podcast. <laughs> so basically, you know, a lot of people are swarming about, oh, how do they got that footage of when he got kidnapped? Blah 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 blah. Somebody said on Twitter, mm. they got all this information about Takashi. But I want to know who was in the car with Terrence J when he got into that accident. No, <laughs> uh, who was he with? Because we still don't know. No, that's we terrible. still do not know. It is still a fucking mystery. But Terrence J, this shit is wild. I mean, like you said, I hope everybody uh, ends up being alright with all this yeah, shit. Yeah, it's crazy, and y'all need to be stop with this social media clout chasing bullshit. Right. Like, stop because what you gonna do is you gonna run into like my mother used to tell um all of us like my family used to tell us like you know you gonna mess with the wrong person one day like stop messing with people right because you're gonna mess with the wrong person one day they're gonna whoop your ass and that's the same thing stop clout chasing on social media acting like you can't get god right you know what i'm saying because everything could bite you sooner or later stop messing with people stop lying and pretending to be something you're not because there's some people out here that's really about that life big thing 
And once again, I don't want to go to jail. I'm, I was never interested Me in jail. I'm um, not going there. And if I always told I people even. that I was involved with, you go to jail, you go to jail by yourself. I'm gone. I don't do no biz. I'm not doing no biz by myself, and I ain't doing no biz with you. I don't visit nobody in jail. <laughs> right. I don't even go to visit nobody in jail. Uh, I got uncles and cousins that have been in jail for though. years. <laughs> they know not to my write me because I ain't writing back. My cousin did I don't some even send my years mail to in jail. jail, and he about to get out. And he about, he in the halfway house somewhere mm. in North. And mm. they talking about something. Oh, you going to go see him through the gate? I said, I ain't seen Not him in the last. The gate. I ain't <laughs> seen him in the last couple years. So I don't think I'm going to go see him in the gate. Like, <laughs> I said, my bank over there. Right. But he ain't going to ask me for that. He going to see me. He ain't mm-hmm. going to see me over there. Yo, we got <sighs> 20 minutes left for the show. 20? And I have a, like, I have, I I need questions. Ooh, I need, I need, I need So, questions. we're done with the socials. The I need questions segment is a segment where we go around the table asking each other questions. Um, These questions I really found on the internet. Mm. And so, I'm going to just roll through them and see which one. Rolling through the questions. Uh-huh. That's a good one. <laughs> it's a random questions, right? Some will be juicy, some will be regular, some will be whatever. We're gonna run through these questions for about ten minutes, I think. Um, some of these questions we have asked before. All right. <coughs> what are some of the values that you and your partner have to share the same? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I can go first. Yeah. Um, one of the one or some of the values that mean what? My, yeah, what are some or, the or if you know all that, of them? Um, you know, first and foremost, I give get honor to God. So who is the head um, of my life? Who the head of and the source of my life? Um, so uh, they have to be, if not religious, but very um spiritual. Um, um, they have to know how to not be selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, selfish in what way? Selfish meaning that it's not, regardless if you are uh only child, the youngest child, the oldest child, you gotta mm-hmm. learn how to in a relationship, all that shit go out go out sure. the window. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you're in a relationship, it's just like fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. And fifty fifty full circle when it comes to trust, um, honesty, mm-hmm. um, love, finances. Um, another thing maybe um, you m- another moral that you may be is like moral moral that I do um, stand by now is um, you have to really put your pride aside. And I could probably go with my last one too, because I mean, as a person, some as as a man, we may have a lot of pride, mm-hmm. and that whole dinner situation that may have kicked me in the ass because mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, she she may not want to go on a date with me because now she paid for the date. Mm. And she may think she got the upper hand. Mm. So um, is that really what goes through guys' minds? Right. I mean, like sometimes. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, it's not. Oh, come on, Gara. <laughs> Guys, are the truth? Mm-hmm. That shit is gangster to me. 
Mm. It's gangster to me when a woman is letting you know, like, like you, you play the Fantasia shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I think in situations like uh, when those type of relationships, if you allow a man to take control of everything, then you're Fantasia allowing him to do that shit, mm-hmm. right? But a woman, y'all strong women, you got mm-hmm. your own jobs, make your own money and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. So if you rely on the man or give the man, oh, you supposed to yeah. pay for this, you supposed to do that, you supposed to do that. Now what you're doing is you're giving him that authority. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? You're letting him know that I you, agree. you take care of all of this and you know, you the show. Right, right. So yeah, I love it when a woman's like, fuck that, I'll pay. Mm-hmm. We together, right. you know, I'll pay. You know, because we are a team. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't have to be just a man. I said on the first date. Huh? I said on the first date, Uncle Ra. Well, me, I'm going to take my first date. <laughs> my first date shit is we go Dutch. Mm. Okay. I'm paying for the date, and then we ain't going to have a second date. Right. Got and it. I got to pay for the next date, and then the next date. I've yeah, done that on the first date. I dating all these women, and mm-hmm. they all getting free meals. Yeah. Right. So, they going home with a doggy bag, and I'm going home <laughs> with an <laughs> empty hand. <laughs> I think if you, if you go Dutch, and again, you're not giving this... God, any um, anything, anything to say like right. what I did for, for you, right? Like, so you <laughs> gotta give me thing. something, so, and I think that's cool for that. like a first date because technically, granted, you might be interested in each other romantically, but at the end of the day, y'all just two friends meeting up to right. do something. <laughs> so it's an equal playing field. So what if I at the end you, you don't, don't owe me nothing. nothing? We came, we met, we connected. Cool, we'll see each other again. If we didn't, we walk away. Everybody walk away with what they came with. Right. You know, nobody loses in this situation. And nobody owes. Nobody. And nobody owes nobody nothing. That's, That's cool. So what, what about, about you, Amb? Oh, what what are some of the values <laughs> that your partner oh. must have? Um. Okay, so I'm allergic to like fuck shit, mm-hmm. and fuck shit just means like, mm-hmm. you know, don't be corny. And when I say corny, I just mean like don't do things. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. It's gonna come out wrong if I say it that way. So let me try this a different way. Do it nicely. <laughs> um, if you have to like. Ooh. Mm. Double think something. Goddamn, shake the table a little wow If you have to double think whether or not you should send me a text or say something to me, don't do it. Um, I like common sense, right? So I think we both have to have enough enough common sense uh, in order to survive in a relationship with one another. Um. Another thing I value, I mean, obviously, like, the regular things, like, trust, um, love, like, I think that love is something that is often, um, what's the word, uh, not underrepresented, but. Like, people don't What's something like if love, you um, underestimated, right? Is it's that the word that you were looking for? Underestimated, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, love is underestimated sometimes in a relationship. Like, you don't realize that you were somebody that who really don't give a fuck about love. And that's really detrimental to a relationship. If mm-hmm. you give a fuck, a hell of a fuck mm-hmm. about love, you like love a lot, and you with somebody that's like, doesn't really care about love, that shit will never fucking work. Right. So, I think that's like a big one for me, because I really like love, and I love, I love loving on people. Mm. Um, the way that I express it may be different to some people, so, 
communication would also be a value um, that's very important because, like, I'm very ticklish, so I don't really like people rubbing on me because it makes me awkwardly laugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't necessarily want that. Um, that's funny. Awkwardly laugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I don't like, you know, <laughs> sitting with somebody and somebody just, like, rubbing on your knee. Get off me because that's going to make me laugh and I don't want to, like, be fucking touched right there. <laughs> like, you can touch me anywhere else, but like, don't like, don't like, I can't be like lightly like grazed because I'm ticklish and it mm-hmm. really sucks, but I'm really fucking ticklish. And it sucks to have to like explain that to somebody who like doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. So, communication, obviously, that would definitely be another big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and another big one that I just, just something that I learned from like, you know, pre, pre, just from previous, um, Relationships is just very simply respect. Like, some people could act like they respect you, or their way of showing respect could be paying for things, or their way of showing respect could be setting up your new furniture or doing certain things. But it's like, if somebody don't respect you, to me, if you don't respect me, there's no way you could learn to love me because you don't give a fuck about like you, you, if you don't respect me. Why would you care enough to learn to love me? So that's another big one because I feel like I was with motherfuckers who like may have like shown me love and like act like they love me, but they never really respected me like at the bare bones of the relationship. And that is why shit could go on for literally years. But yet you with somebody who does not respect you. Yeah. So yeah, those are my. What about you, A? Um, um, while I've been sitting here, I really haven't had time to think about that. Um, I, well, number one, definitely I would have to be with someone who is spiritual, um, not necessarily religious. You don't have to go to church, but you need to be spiritual. You need to know a higher power and believe in that. Um, secondly... I think my partner would just need to be someone who is aware of themselves, um, meaning that I don't have to coddle you or, like, teach you how to be a good person. Be aware of yourself and your actions and the things that you do and why, like, you know, because I go to therapy, so I'm aware of my feelings and why things happen and I understand why I react certain ways. I need somebody like that because I need you to be aware of yourself. It'll, it'll, I feel like it takes a relationship a long way when two people are very aware of their person and why they are the way they are, their mental, their emotional, how all of the parts of them spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically connect. Um, And that's hard to have of people because not everyone is like that, Um, which is probably why I'm not in a relationship. Um, But I would, that definitely would have to be a thing because then like somebody that I say that I choose to be with this partner forever and we choose to have children. Like I choose to raise my children to be aware and to feel their feels and to be uh, communicative about their their feelings and you know what's going on because I want them to be aware of themselves. It'll teach them how to treat people. You know what I'm saying? So the part the partner I choose has to be that. One last question before we get into final thoughts. This is a this is on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
not serious. Sorry, I, I know I make it sound like super juicy, but it's not. Um, given the realities of your current lifestyle, mm. how often would you like to have sex? Mm. Whoa, okay, that took a turn that I was not <laughs> expecting it to take. Given the current, given the realities of your current life, mm. how often would you like to have sex? Realistically, <laughs> with your current life. I, you guys have to answer, so. Joe? Um, I went first last time. Mm. Well, Asia, you go first this time. Wow, that is not the way it works. Okay. <laughs> um, I would like to have sex. <laughs> Given the realities of my current <laughs> life. question from. I have to, because I have to phrase this, because I would like to have sex very often. How many times? Ooh. Every day. Ooh. How many times a day? Maybe once or twice. Oh. Like at least a good one in the morning That's or like bad. at night. Like bad. just once a day, just a dose, right? But given <laughs> the current realities of my life, well, once a week. Once a week. <laughs> I don't have time. Like I don't have time. And you're not going to, I'm not, I once a week. Given the realities of my current life, I can only have time. Like, unless, I, and I don't have a man, so it's not like, oh, like, Asia, you get to have somebody to do it with every day. Like, I have to think about my current life. Like, right now, I can only have sex once a week. Well, it's so funny that you have said that because um, I found... Uh, something on this news, this news network or whatever. Um, studies here: how many times men need to ejaculate mm. to lower prostate cancer? <laughs> how do we get here? Like, <laughs> but so I mean, it, it 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 goes hand in hand. So they say. Studies found that participants who reported ejaculating at 20, at least 21 times a month during their 20s were 19% less likely to develop prostate cancer. Okay. If you're in your 40s, there's even a better news. Frequent ejaculation reduces your prostate cancer risk by 22%. So whether you're ejaculating... Not 22%. (laughs) Um, they just you need to bust them nuts and um um so is that your answer you want to ejaculate 21 times no, no. Well, he's no longer in his 20s so he has missed right. the threshold <laughs> so um i would love to have sex about three times a day mm. wow <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. What, what was the question? Due to my current what? <laughs> your current life. Your current lifestyle. Your schedule. My current lifestyle and schedule. Lord Jesus, I'm at a drought right now. I'm in Aruba right now. No, oh, it's, it's a desert. <laughs> I'm on a UTV turning <laughs> dust, not the dust. Um, um, I'm on a UTV right now, yeah, going funny. across the whole way. I ain't even. I passed the whole snorkeling. 
Oh, you passed the I natural even, pool. I, I, I passed the natural pool. <laughs> I'm still in the desert, and I took my glasses off because I can't see no now more. Now you got dust in your eyes. I got dust in my eyes. Amber, given your current lifestyle situation, how many times would you like to have sex? Well, ideally, how many times? <laughs> Honestly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Like, honestly, I would be good, like, mm, like once a week. Honestly, that, like, ideally. Yeah. Wait, what? Ideally? Yeah. With my life? Absolutely. Oh, with your life, once a week is cool. But Absolutely. if you could, like, granted, get away from your lifestyle in a perfect, in a perfect life. <laughs> I was about to say something. Um, in a perfect life, <laughs> in a perfect life, in a perfect life, it would be like, like four to five times a week. Okay, okay, that's. I'm healthy. not like an info. I'm, I don't like. I mean, I like sex, but I don't like sex like that. Like, yeah. I don't need to have sex three times a day. Like, that's right. OD to that's me. OD but like, it's nice. It's but, nice. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's nice. I can't like as a woman, it's different than a man. Oh, like, which y'all asked us a couple episodes ago. Like, why you can't get it up right after? No, no, no. That's that. See, no, no, no. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Um. Let me clarify some shit for you, okay? One session, mm-hmm. we can have sex like ten times. Mm-hmm. Let me throw that out there. One session could be ten nuts. Yeah. Don't misconstrue that. Not one nut per session. No. So when I say yes, get it the fuck back up. Let's go. I'm ready now. Again. Again. And again. And again. again and again. Again. Ten nuts. Sure. Sure. At the ten nuts. Fucking women are superhuman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anybody, anybody that can bleed Ali, for seven Ali, days Ali, and not die. At least that's Shakeem some. That's some, that's some shit right there. We so, definitely uh, believe for seven days. Damn, didn't Lisa Kid say Superwoman? Yes, sir. All right, so let's <laughs> let's end this episode with some final thoughts. Final <sighs> thoughts. I'm going last. I started the show. Got you, Joe. You start because I I wrote down a bunch of shit this week. Mm-hmm. I don't even got one. I'm usually prepared for this. Um, I started writing my final th- thoughts in my notes. Oh, okay. I'll give you this one. Oh, that was that one's too deep. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do this one. You can't ask God for something and then plan on how He's gonna give it to you. Oh. You can't ask God Ooh. to bless you and then plan on how He's gonna give it to you. God damn. Sometimes we ask God, God, and this was something that came to me as I was praying. Um, I was praying. Uh, couple days ago before we went on vacation and I was having a conversation with God and I noticed myself saying oh God I want this that and the third but if you can give it to me you know I want to get through this and deal with this and if you could just bless me with that after Mm. it's just like no it's like you can't ask God for this and then plan on how he is going to give it to you when you are and sometimes I feel like we need to realize this. I'll be very quick. We need to realize this when we're going through something. 
sometimes we think that our like turmoils or the roller coasters that we are are just these storms in our life but these storms are what is going to get us to the blessing so we can't have everything to be peachy cream we can't have everything to be perfect we gotta go through the flood we gotta go through the fire we gotta go through the negative people we have to go through the naysayers we have to go through the distractions we have to go through the unhealthy coping mechanisms so that when we get to where we're supposed to be we appreciate it more because of everything that we've gone through and you can't and and it's everything that you ask God for it's actually more than you asked him for he gave you more but you had to go through these things so don't pray for something and think that you're supposed to receive it on a silver platter mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna get what you asked for because God said ask and you shall receive knock and the door shall be open unto you you're gonna Sweet. have seeking you shall find yes. You understand what I'm saying? And God, it will give you what you want and what you ask him for. But you're going to have to go through some things. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be handed to you to be. You know the life that Jesus lived on this earth was not an easy one. Right. So what make you think yours is going to be? Right. Tag me in. Tag. Bang, bang, bang. 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 So, um, for the last two weeks, I was granted the opportunity to go to Bible study. Mm-hmm. Last three weeks, um, been able to go to Bible study. And it's so funny that um, Miss, your homegirl, not Miss, mm-hmm. your homegirl, has asked, has said that. Um, because the, the word yesterday was, um, what was it? Um, joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So um, we don't we we go through the 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 storm that Miss Asia Michelle said mm-hmm. about God, and we expect for it to be served on a silver platter, but we're still in the storm, and we're still sleep, and we're stuck in the storm. We're still sleep, but you gotta wake up from that storm and understand that joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like it's so much. It's easier to smile than it is to to be angry. It's so easier to smile than to be angry at someone. It's so easier to smile than to be in turmoil about life. Because you know what it is? I said this a couple, uh, not even a couple episodes ago, probably a. Yo, we have 45 episodes, Lord. <laughs> I said this a while ago in the episodes, it, and it was more so about, that's why we call it the presence, because it, present, because it's a, called, it, it's a gift for a reason. So you got to understand that this right here is, is my your swag, <laughs> your <laughs> gift. Like, yo, when you woke up in the morning, and you were granted the gift called life. Mm. It was your gift to start over again. Yesterday was in the past. If you have anger or you have anything about against anyone, yo, it takes a millisecond. I read an article the other day. This girl was in a, a, 
uh, the wrong place at the wrong time and she died. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what she had on her heart. You don't know if she said she was sorry. We so quick to say, oh, my homie going to heaven. You don't know that. He killed three people. That nigga going to hell. That man ratted on. Nah, I don't know that. I'm Jim sorry. Jones and Cardi B. <laughs> you don't know what they doing. But anyway, like, yo, you got to sit up here and understand that, yo, this is called life. And you got to understand, don't take it for granted. You only get one of them. Mm-hmm. Ems. Um, I have two. Mm-hmm. The first one is a list of 13 reminders um, that I just want to give to my co-hosts and to our listeners and Uncle Ra and everybody. So one, the past is in the past. Focus on the future. Two, opinions do not define reality. Three, everyone's journey is different. Four, time is the essence of healing. Five, judgment is a confession of character. Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. Six, overthinking will lead to paralysis and or sadness. Seven, happiness is an inside job found within. Eight, positive thoughts create positive actions. Nine, smiles are contagious. Ten, sprinkle kindness. It's free. Eleven, you only fail if you quit or you do not try. Twelve, what goes around comes around. Thirteen, the quicker you choose to move forward, the quicker the suffering is. And I'm going to add one more. Um, Fourteen, do good recklessly. Mm-hmm. Let that one sink in. And then my second final thought, my boy just gave this to me. And it's funny, but it's actually really, really true. And it's, 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 not, it's not deep until you really, like, think about it. If you mm-hmm. give a nigga a yard, he'll go for a touchdown on you every time. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that being said, this was episode. Hold on one second. Okay. Um. Before we end the episode, guys, I will not see you next week. Ugh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will not see you next week, but there will be a special guest in my place. Um, I'm really, really sad and that I will not be here, but I love you guys and I miss you guys and I'll see you in two weeks. Take it away, Ams. On that note, this was episode 45 of the People's Podcast. We thank you once again for fucking with us for 45 weeks. Um, we'll see you next week. Unfortunately, HJ will not be here. See you in um, two weeks. He'll be here in two weeks. Thank you, Uncle Ra, as usual, um, for being the man. Of the, man. the superstar. With the plan. <laughs> um, we'll see you guys. Right. We'll see you guys next week. Hope you guys have an amazing or had an amazing weekend. Peace out. Hey. Bye. See you later.